This episode contains material that one may find uncomfortable. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the second episode of Crime, the only podcast dedicated to true crime in New York's capital region. I'm your host, Jason Bullitt whom you may remember from the Keep It To Yourself podcast, of which this podcast is an offshoot. Here, we focus on true crime incidents that occurred right here in the 518. On this episode, we're going to discuss our first crime that happened in what I consider to be the true capital region. The murder of Carol Finkel in the summer of 1989. Let's get right to it. You may have noticed that missing from the first episode is a brief explanation of the town wherein this particular murder took place. In this instance, it's the town of Skodak, New York. Skodak is a bucolic commuter town nestled in the southwestern corner of Rensselaer County, southeast of the capital city of Albany, and bisected by Interstate 90 en route to the Berkshire Spur of the New York Thruway. The town's name is derived from the Mohican word Esquatak, or fireplace of the nation. Over 13,000 people make the town their home, as soon will be the case for an Amazon warehouse, the proposal of which drew opposition from the townsfolk. But in the summer of 1989, the town attracted attention, throughout the region anyway, when a stepmother was discovered murdered in her home, and the perpetrators were who you'd least expect at least on the face of it. Carol Finkel, who had been divorced from her previous husband, was working as a waitress at the Empress Diner in the Albany suburb of Colony, which has since gone out of business, when she met Peter. A construction worker by trade, Peter had two daughters by a previous marriage, Lisa and Laura. The two did not take long to consummate their relationship into marriage. The two meaning... Peter and Carol. According to the fourth episode of the Chloe Kardashian produced, yes, you heard right, investigation discovery series, Twisted Sisters, the girls were very close to their biological father, even after the divorce and in the initial stages of their relationship with Carol. In fact, Laura, 19 at the time of the murder, would live with Carol during the collegiate school year in summer with her natural parents in Florida. The previous month, Laura had graduated from Ichabod Crane High School in the nearby Columbia County town of Kinderhook, following in her older sister's footsteps. Lisa, 24, had plans on becoming a teacher while studying writing at Hudson Valley Community College, but those plans would be put on hold, for reasons that you'll hear later on. Laura, for her part, sang in the high school choir and was voted as having the best body of everyone in her class. No comment here. When authorities were called to the Finkel residence after the fateful day of July 18, 1989, Lisa and Laura had told them that their mother had stepped out of the room to take a phone call, such was the time, so as to not be disturbed, and that they found her body lying motionless half an hour later. Furthermore, Laura stated that she had only reacted in shock to the aforementioned sight. 
Far be it from me to bring animals into this. But according to the responding authorities, the wheels were set in motion when Carol kicked their pet poodle, Minnie, out of the way prior to the murder. When all was done, Finkel suffered no less than a hundred stab wounds to her back and a busted up skull, ultimately dying of her injuries upon arrival at Albany Medical Center. While Lisa's statement wasn't too far off base, she did confess to swinging a wrench at her stepmother and stashing away the weapons of destruction, as well as the clothes they wore on the day, in a dumpster at a nearby burger joint. While Peter had met Carol after her divorce, it was alleged in the run-up to the murder that the latter had previously been in a relationship with Lauren Spear, only all of 23 years of age at the time. Spear, however, had ended a five-year relationship with Lisa months earlier, having moved out of his apartment in nearby Columbia County. This despite the fact that Spear had been a source of tension and jealousy within the family, a charge which Spear vehemently denied, and still does to this day. In the end, both Finkel sisters were arrested, and after pleading guilty to second-degree manslaughter, were remanded to the Rensselaer County Jail. Thus, in one fell swoop, their promising futures had been put on ice, seemingly forever. At the same time, a town that had never witnessed so much as a domestic violence incident was shocked beyond belief. As was the case with our maiden voyage, we usually explore the trial of the accused. However, there is little reporting of the trial of the Finkel sisters found in online newspaper searches, and even the Google News archive came up fruitless. From what little I could glean, the Finkel sisters' defending attorney stated that Lisa had been emotionally disturbed by past events, perhaps a case of post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD. Psychiatrist Bernardo Gavaria was called to the stand to that effect in rebuttal. In the end, Laura Finkel was acquitted of murder charges. On the other hand, Lisa was found guilty of murder and sentenced to 25 years to life in prison, only to be paroled in June 2018. According to the Twisted Sisters episode, wherein this murder was discussed, Lisa is living somewhere in the Empire State, and by all accounts, she has settled down and raised a family, even going so far as to have grandchildren to her name. Thank you for listening to this episode of Crime, the Capital Region's first and only true crime podcast. If you like what you've heard, give both this and the usually more lighthearted Keep It To Yourself podcast a five-star rating and a good write-up on Apple Podcasts. You can also download and subscribe to this podcast there as well as on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or the platform of your choosing. I've been your host, Jason Bullitt. I wish all of you a happy Easter, a happy Passover. And even though there's a holiday going on, there's still a pandemic going on too. So please be safe out there. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.